Welcome to 5-Minute Fever. I'm your host, Kayla Hegret, and my goal is to get you in God's Word and fired up with the Holy Spirit. Now, I'm sorry this isn't posted sooner on in your day. Usually, I try to post them about 5.30 in the morning, but unfortunately, as I mentioned in my last episode, our air condition is out right now, so we're all huddled up in our apartment, living up there in a two-bedroom place, and so I don't have the space to be able to make... Um, these posts anytime I want so I have to wait until my young son wakes up so I can sneak into the room I can try my hardest to get this done before somebody comes in or there's a loud crash or there's a loud bang and so this week is just going to be kind of a wild week as we just kind of go through this so I'll just post my episodes just a little later in the day but you're still going to get all that good gospel news and so what we're looking at is we're going through first corinthians And we're going into a section which is entitled Christ's Power and Wisdom. And so I want us to open up our Bibles to 1 Corinthians 1, verses 18 through 24, which says, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise. The intelligence of the intelligent I will frustrate. Where is the wise person? Where is the teacher of the law? Where is the philosopher of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world through its wisdom did not know him, God was pleased through the foolishness of what was preached to save those who believe. Jews demand signs and Greeks look for wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews, and foolishness to Gentiles. But to those whom Christ has called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God, for the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. And so there's a lot that we can pick up from this passage, and it's this idea of wisdom and intelligence and remember he's saying this to a group of people that value eloquence and they value wisdom and they value these secular things in the world that make people more honorable or make people more um gifted than they than they seem and so philosophers and philosophy was something that was huge with the greeks and that's in first in corinthians that's exactly the kind of community that he's in and he's in a community that they love wisdom and so he's trying to tell them hey everything that you think you know you don't know and god has made it that way on purpose and so he's telling them that where is the teacher of law where is the philosopher of this age and he's saying these things because it's asking where's the jew and where's the gentile or where's the greek because what's happened is with Christ being crucified, it became a stumbling block to the Jews because crucifixion was a prisoner's death, a, a, a criminal's death. And so this was not a place of honor. And the Messiah was supposed to be somebody that was treated with honor, treated with respect, treated like a king. And so he's saying, hey, the very guy that came to save us, you treated like dirt and you crucified him. And so it becomes a stumbling block to many Jews. And it becomes foolishness to the Gentiles because they, how can they believe that some, the God, the universe came down here and then he died like a criminal? Like it doesn't make sense. It wouldn't make sense to them. It's not 
it doesn't seem wise enough for them. So it seems like foolishness. And you want to know what? Let's be honest. Because we can think like, oh, well, we're, we're don't, we don't relate to that time. We don't relate to that time. So the cross doesn't seem that bad to us because we're so far removed. But let's think about it. Because Christ can seem foolish to Americans too. And why? To the Western world. Why? Because we have science. And so science tells us these things like, a baby could never be born to a virgin, and people cannot come back from the dead. We have all this science and all this evidence that proves otherwise. And so it seems like foolishness to even us, because we're like, well, how do you prove it? You can't prove it with science. And that's our standard. That's the standard that we have used among today, is can it be proven with science? And so here we see that even the wisdom of God becomes foolishness to us, because we have our own standard of truth and we have our own standard of wisdom that we try to use that doesn't compare or make sense in the eyes of God. And so here we see that the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength, which means that everything God does, no matter what he does, is always going to be better than our ways. And so I want us to pray into that today. I want us to pray into this wisdom of God because it says, to those who are called, we understand. And I know that can kind of seem like predestination language, but it's it's not predestined the way you think it's predestined because it says that the Jews and the Greeks were predestined to be saved. And so it's not as predestined as you think. We are all predestined to know the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, but some will recognize it as truth and some will see it as foolishness. And so it is what we do with the information that we are given is whether or not we will be saved. So we are all predestined, but only some of us will understand and some of us will not. And so would you join me in prayer as we pray over those that haven't understood yet that they would understand today. In Jesus' name, Lord God, Lord, there are some of us that we hear your wisdom and we don't understand. It sounds like foolishness. It sounds unbelievable, indescribable, and we don't understand it. And so, Lord God, I pray over those who have heard your word, and they don't see it, they don't know it, and they don't understand it yet. I pray that you would give them divine revelation, Lord, so that they could understand and truly know you, that they could truly know and understand Jesus Christ so that they may be saved and have salvation as well as us. Lord God, we just want to thank you that you have ordained this message for us so that we would know that you are king and you are the crucified Christ. Thank you, Lord God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me and I look forward to next time. Please like and follow 5-Minute Fever on Facebook and Instagram so you can subscribe and share to get the next episode and so we can show people it's possible to get a big word from God without having to spend hours in the Bible.